do you know that you have an amazing team around you, but wish that you could see some sort of playbook, some sort of actionable items that would help you understand exactly what you needed to do to help them perform at the highest level? Well, the good news is we've got a free download for you to help you understand just that. If you go to theemployerblueprint.com forward slash great leaders, we've got a free download that we've set up for you that just talks through the the four principles that great leaders use to uh, lead high-performing teams and ultimately create more loyalty in your business. So go check that out. It's absolutely free, and you can find it at theemployerblueprint.com forward slash great leaders. Welcome to the Employer Blueprint Podcast, where we help leaders build great teams for great companies with your host, entrepreneur and leadership coach, Kyle Gorman. Well, imagine this. You own a service business and you are an expert in your industry. You know, without a doubt, that you are better than everyone else in your market, that you have you have an edge over your competitors. However, you can't figure out how to really get that message out there, how to communicate that, how do we market that and sell that in a way that the people around us understand what makes us unique and what makes us great. Now, for many of you, you don't have to imagine too far because you're living in that every single day. That's, that's the situation you're in and you've been struggling to figure out how do we differentiate? What do we do? Today's guest, Steve Gordon, is going to uh, talk through some ways that you can do that. His business specializes in helping these service businesses like yours figure out how you can market and sell your business in a unique way and get a great word, get a, get a, a, a great uh, reputation in the environment for your business, including how you use a platform just like this one that you're listening to today with podcasts to help get that word out. So pay close attention to how you may be able to do this as well in your business. And if you're still struggling with it, I really encourage you to check out a link that he's created just for our listeners uh, that will get you access to a free book that he's created to continue to help you with this and look into the program that they have, which does this for you. It's a complete done for you program. So you can continue focusing on your business while, while better marketing and selling and creating more freedom for you and your company. So thank you so much for checking us out this week and listening to what Steve has to offer. I want to remind you to please make sure that you hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. And as always, if you have any questions, if there's anything that you'd like to learn more about on the show, you can reach out to us at podcast at employerblueprint.com. Well, I'd like to thank you for joining us this week on the Employer Blueprint podcast. Uh, you know, we want to help you uh, create a great team, create a great business. And part of doing that is understanding how to sell and market your services. Um, you know, there's so many business leaders out there, especially in these service industries, that really understand our industry incredibly well, but understanding how to uh, kind of relay a message as to what makes us unique, what makes us better, what makes us different can sometimes just be a daunting task and almost be sort of a black hole. So uh, today's guest, Steve Gordon, is going to help us understand some of those things and uh, know how to sell our service when we're out there in the market. So Steve, thank you so much for joining us. And as we jump in here, 
Uh, why don't you walk us through your history, your experience? Tell us about your journey and uh, what led to where you are now. Hey, really excited to be here and uh, appreciate you giving me the opportunity. Um, my yeah, my my journey has been a long one. Unfortunately, as the gray hair, you and I can see each other, but uh, yeah, yeah. for for those listening, you can paint a little picture. There's a little more gray hair that, here than there used to be. Uh, I've been doing this for about 25 years. Uh, I started off in in uh, professional services, actually in uh, a tiny little discipline of engineering called geomatics. That uh, you know the firm was growing, and the founder was kind of thinking ahead to his exit, and uh, and at some point realized that that maybe I was going to be the vehicle for that, although I didn't know it at the time, <laughs> and uh, and so I'd been there about four years, um, and uh, at the ripe old age of twenty eight, I was asked to take over as CEO for him, hmm. and uh, and then ultimately bought him out. And, and that really started me on the path of trying to figure out how do you sell, uh, how do you market and sell a service that that nobody really wants. Nobody wakes up in the morning going, God, I could really use some, you know, engineering today. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, they have a need. There's, there's some trigger that something that they're trying to accomplish that triggers that need. But there's no desire necessarily for it. It's a means to an end. And, um, and I know that uh, for an awful lot of businesses, they're in that same boat. And particularly when you're selling something that's pretty expensive, you know, our contracts in that business were, you know, anywhere from five figures to more often six and seven figures in size. So it wasn't a trivial investment. Right. We were going to work with clients for a long time. And, uh, and so, you know, that's a tough problem to solve. And so uh, I've been working on that problem now for, like I said, close to 25 years. And about 10 years ago, I left uh, the, the technical world and really started focusing on helping other businesses that kind of fit that description, mm -hmm. uh, you know, to, to solve this problem for themselves. Cause it just fascinates me. So right. the last 10 years we've been, uh, we've been consulting with those businesses, helping them create systems to, to market more effectively and sell more effectively. So it's just a lot of fun. That's really good. Yeah. So one of the things that I want to ask about in that is, you know, when we talk about these types of services and just as you say, you know, people aren't waking up saying, Oh my gosh, I really need this today. Um, so what, what oftentimes happens is within the business, we know what makes us different, what makes us unique. But the, the reputation in the market is, yeah, there happen to be five businesses in our region that do this same thing. And so what do we do? What kind of advice do you give to somebody just in, at the ground level to say, we've got to differentiate you. We've got to make sure that um, people understand what makes you better and unique. That's a huge problem. Uh I first recognized it, um, you know, in, in that, that first firm that I ran, um, I, you know, we would advertise the trade shows and you could walk it up, up and down the trade shows. If you had taken the names off of the booths, mm -hmm. you wouldn't have been able to know which firm was which because they all said basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and really what you're, you're asking is how do we escape being a commodity? You know, how do we get out of this comparison where we're being compared to everybody else? And I always tell our clients that, you know, being a commodity is a choice. You know, you, if you want to be a commodity, that, that's great. That's your choice. Your other choice is to then be proactive about it and, uh, and be proactive about how you're going to position yourself differently. The right. one asset that I, I think virtually 
every business has, and particularly service businesses where you know you're you're delivering a service and you started it because you think you've got a better way. Well, that that's your differentiation. Um, we we like to call it you know to our clients. We we tell them that's your worldview. Like the if you've ever been to an association meeting and and you sort of listen to the other professionals describe what they do and you sit there and think, well, I, you know, look, I don't do it that way and here's why. Mm-hmm. That's your worldview. And if you can clearly articulate that in terms that are um, kind of translated into the language of your future client, mm-hmm. you're talking about the value that you create and how that worldview creates more value for them, then you've got all the differentiation that you ever need. You mm-hmm. can make a career out of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's great advice. I had never thought about it that way. Uh, but I, I really like that concept. And then, you know, obviously taking that to the next level to figure out how you relate that to your market. So, um, you know, within a market, and I'm sure, you know, as you've been consulting with companies for several years now, even we've seen sort of a shift in how we get information out. I mean, just as we sit here today on a podcast, 10 years ago, there were podcasts, but certainly not nearly as popular as they are now. Um, you know, we we had we really have seen this shift in the last decade or two from what we would call traditional media sources to these newer media sources. So, one of the kind of next challenges that I could see a lot of businesses having is saying, "Okay, well, we we now know who we are. We know what makes us great. Um, we've got to make sure other people are aware of this." And you know, in a service based business, uh, some of those. That, that traditional platform may not be the best way because it, it casts kind of such a broad net, but with big holes that people just slip through. So how do we help ensure that our market understands what makes us great? Well, you, you've got to get that, that point of differentiation, that worldview out there. And so you need a vehicle to do that. And there, there are lots of ways you could do it. You could, uh, you know, you could write. So a lot of people in the past, um, you know, would write articles for, trade publications, let's say, mm-hmm. then that evolved into maybe writing for, for websites. Um, you know, and some of that stuff is, is actually, it isn't, you know, still around. It's, it's always been around. It always will be around. Yeah. Um, you know, but what I've always found is that the vast majority of business owners aren't really comfortable or feel that they're naturally gifted at, at writing marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, almost all of them can have a conversation with a prospect and they'll all tell you, you know, when I'm in front of a prospect, Kyle, you know, most of the time they become a client. And what that tells me is that they're good at conveying the value that they deliver verbally. You know, they're comfortable having the conversation around that. But when they sit down to write, it's like you're back in, you know, eighth grade English class and, you know, and you freeze up. And so that's one of the the reasons that I think podcasting is is really, really powerful is it, it plays on this skill we sort of all have as human beings. We know how to have a conversation. It's, you know, kind of part of our, our survival as a species, yeah. uh, you know, and so it, it's, it's easier in terms of, of, uh, you know, kind of ramping up and, and, and getting into sharing that message. Um, but I, I think uh, there's so many different ways that, that this particular medium can fit in, for a business. And, um, if you want, I'd love to dive into all the different ways that I think it, it fits in. Cause it, what we see it as is sort of a, a, uh, a, a central hub mm-hmm. for your marketing. And if you, if you do it thoughtfully, you can then repurpose what you're doing in a podcast mm-hmm. in, um, in, in a whole series of different ways that serve different purposes to attract new clients. And, right. um, it might, it might be helpful for folks to, kind of understand what, how they could reuse it. 
Yeah, let, let's absolutely. Let's dive into that because I think a lot of people do think of podcasting as, well, I'm going to take you know a certain amount of time each week or whatever the time period is, and I'm going to jump on. I'm either going to kind of talk on my own or I'm going to have a guest on or we're going to talk through some things. Um, but then it goes out to iTunes and what's the purpose? What's the point? So uh, I think that's a great point. Let's talk about how we repurpose this. What do we do with this information to actually make it valuable and beneficial? Yeah, so the the, the first problem that most of the businesses that we come across have is that they've been in business for a little while. Um, and, you know, over those years, they've, they've generated leads and the vast majority of those leads didn't become a client, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's pretty typical in all businesses, a very small percentage of all the leads you ever talk to are, are going to become a client. Well, mm-hmm. most businesses aren't doing anything with all of those unconverted leads. And, um, and the reason for that is follow-up is difficult. The barriers to follow-up, first and foremost, that, that we hear are, number one, the, you know, as the business owner, you, you often don't know what to say. You know, like you want to show up and be relevant, but it's hard to come up with something. Let's say you're going to do, you know, a weekly email or even a monthly email. Sometimes coming up with those 12 topics a month is really difficult, or 12 topics a year is, is really, really difficult. So you've got this challenge of, well, what do I say? Mm-hmm. Um, and the opportunity that you have there is you've got all these unconverted leads. If you'd only communicate with them and, you know, give them some content of value. And then at the end of that, give them, uh, you know, a really easy invitation to take a next step with you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're likely sitting on a gold mine right there where you can sort of unlock the value in, in all these connections that you've made. And so that's sort of the, the first kind of low hanging fruit place to use a podcast because you have the opportunity now to go out and, um, and not only use it to, explain your worldview where you can sit down kind of and monologue through an episode and describe, you know, the, you know, either your entire worldview of why you think, you know, the problem you solve should be solved the way you solve it. Or you can kind of take it point by point. So we have some clients that will do that over three or four or five different episodes. Mm -hmm. And then once you've done that and you've got that in place, now you can go out to your community and begin to use the podcast as a way to network, to build relationships with people that really can refer you at a high level. Mm-hmm. And um, and this is one of the primary things we do with it. And it does a couple of things for you. Number one, it gets you out of having to come up with new content right. every, you know, every week or every two weeks or whatever frequency you're on. Yeah. Because you're going to go out and you're going to have a conversation like this where I'm, I'm coming on your podcast. You're not creating the content. Right. right? I'm, I'm happily showing up. I I jumped at the chance to do this because you're giving me an opportunity to share what I do and and how I create value. It's a promotional opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if, if you think about the other business owners in your community that already have the types of clients that you want to do business with, Mm -hmm. if you go give them an opportunity to share their expertise and do it in 30 minutes or 45 minutes, in a conversation that's really easy and fun for them, um, they're going to turn right around and share that with everybody that they know. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get an intro, an instant introduction to everyone in their database. Right. Yeah. You know, so, so now not only do we have this great way to, to follow up, we've got your networking partners, your referral sources helping you create this content. They're also now helping you spread it to new audiences to get you in front of new people 
And some of those people are going to be attracted by what you have to offer and they're going to come and they're going to listen, um, which really kind of leads into the, the next great thing about the podcast. It gives you this way to stay in front of people and sort of demonstrate your expertise mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. So Kyle, have you ever had a, a, a client that's come to you years after you, you first made contact with them? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Why, why did it take them so long? It, you know, sometimes it's building that relationship and building that trust and, and, and hearing or seeing something that, uh, that kind of resonated with them later on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, for whatever reason, they, they just weren't ready when you first connected. Yeah. You know, but because you stayed in touch and stayed in front of them over time and you were interesting and you were bringing maybe new resources. And that's one of the great things about interviewing people on a podcast is you're, you're bringing all of these new resources to people that would likely benefit them. Mm-hmm. So you're becoming an asset to them. You're, you're someone that they want to keep around. Well, as they keep you around, you're just working on them. You're creating that relationship over right. time. Right. And um, one of the things that, I know we've discovered about our own podcast. Maybe you've run into this as well. I'll go to conferences now. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been, um, I'm running my second podcast right now. We're about three years into that. We did another one for a year and um, I will now go to conferences and people will walk up to me and they'll recognize me. These are people who are total strangers, <laughs> but they'll walk up to me. And they'll introduce themselves to me as if we know each other, as if we're old friends, because as far as they're concerned, I've been spending all of this time with them. I've been having these great conversations that they've been eavesdropping on, right? Yeah. They know all these stories that I've told, whether it's about my kids or, you know, our business. And I've had these conversations with, with uh, you know, people that they found interesting. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so they'll walk up to me like that. So we're already in relationship as far as they're concerned. So right. I've built trust. <clears throat> I've built familiarity, all those things that we're trying to do in sales and marketing. So, um Anyway, those are, uh, we, we could keep going. Those are no, just a few of the ways that yeah. I think uh, podcasts really, really work well. Yeah, that's great. And, and you're exactly right. There's, um, you know, it's, it's really interesting as you put out good content and good information, the way that people understand that and think about it. And there, there are two things that I would uh, mention to that. Um, one, and both, you know, things that I've experienced, um, but one of those is it can be discouraging early on because we think, you know, it's easy to think in terms of, well, I'm going to build this podcast and I'm going to get hundreds of thousands of listeners and this is going to be this great thing. And what we have to understand in that and what I want people to understand, especially in these, you know, very niche type um, services that that are offered, you don't need hundreds of thousands listening. You just need the right people to be paying attention uh, and listening to what you're putting out there. Um, and I know something that happened with me when I first started doing video content uh, several years ago, it's just probably seven or eight years ago now. And um, I'd kind of gotten discouraged because I was looking at my views, you know, I was really paying attention to that. And that was before YouTube had changed some of their algorithms. And so I was putting all these things out on YouTube and I was really getting discouraged by this. And uh, because I was like, gosh, if that's all the only people that are, you know, if I'm only getting a few hundred people or, or I think, you know, two or 3,000 or whatever. And I was like, I was really expecting more. I'm not going to mess with this. And so I actually had decided to stop. And um, I had someone come up to me and say, um, uh, it was actually a, a friend of my 
wife and uh, a coworker, and she said, "Hey, you do those videos that you you put out on social media and on YouTube, right?" And I said, "Yeah, I do." And she goes, "Well, I just want you to know, uh, my son is a business student right now, and I send those to him every week and let him know how hey, you need to pay attention to this because this is from the real world, not just what you're hearing in school." And you know, it was a good reminder for me that, gosh, if you know, the whole point of me doing those things was to help change people's mindset and to and, you know, to your terminology, help them understand my worldview. And if that one person can pick up on that and that can help his leadership skills, then maybe it's beneficial to do. And uh, since then, I've, I've got you know, many other examples of how I'm sometimes reminded that it's not about the hundreds of thousands. It's about the one or two people that we impact. Um, and, and the other thing that I would mention, and I think you made a really good point on there, was about this content. Because that's something that I know scares a lot of people off from any type of format like this is... How am I going to come up with information? How am I going to come out with content? And, you know, what I have found since I've started doing, I've been running the podcast now for, I don't know, two and a half years. And, but even before that, like I say, I was doing, you know, some video content and I used to struggle with that. I was like, you know, I can't come up with stuff every week or every, every even few weeks. And what I realized is once I started putting some things out, I was coming up with stuff every day just simply because it was on my mind. And so, you're in the you're in the middle of a conversation with someone and there'll be this kind of just trigger that you think you know I just said this to them other people need to hear this as well or they said this to me and I really like what they said I'm going to share that with other people um or this question was asked I, this is a you know I can go on and answer this question for others so once you start doing it it almost kind of becomes a second nature thought process for you of you know something that is said something that's done something that happens around you I've even I've had experiences where I'm driving down the road and I'll, I'll see something happening at a business and think to myself, why would they do that? I don't think that's the right, you know, that's just, that's not how they should be doing this and the way that they treated their employees and the way that they handled this. Well, instead of me just thinking it for myself, you know, I'm going to jump, I'm going to jump on a microphone and I'm going to share this just so others avoid the mistakes that I'm, you know, that I see others making. So don't be scared of coming up with the content. And uh, especially if you're getting information in front of the right people, ask them for questions and they'll come up with your content. <laughs> they'll, they'll tell you what oh, they want. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, when, when we're taking uh, a business owner through this, there's really uh, three types of content we tell them to focus on. And so the, the, the most difficult is kind of articulating your worldview. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, and that's kind of what you're talking about is how do I come up with these ideas where I'm just going to kind of, you know, talk off the cuff and, and it's going to be a, the, the monologue kind of version. Right. Well, the easy way to do that, and, and you mentioned it just then is questions. And so if you think in terms of well, what are, you know, the, the 10 or 12 most asked questions, like when you're talking with a, you know, a business owner about what you do, or a prospect about what you do, what are the 10 or 12 questions that just seem to come up again and again and again? Well, each of those, the answers to each of those is, a, you know, a potential content piece, which can be, you know, packaged into you talking into a podcast episode. Right. Uh, the other th way to kind of extend that is to think about, well, what are the maybe five or 10 questions that everybody really should be asking, but they never think to ask. They just you know, because they don't know what you know about what you do. And so, um, so that's a really easy way to get all of the sort of solo content that you'd ever need. Mm -hmm. And the second type, which we've, we've mentioned is interviewing other people that have a network of people that, that you want to be in front of. Mm 
and you want to build relationship with them. Well, the best way to do that isn't to have one of those really awkward coffee dates, you know, where you talk to each other and you feel really good about it at the end and you both agree to have a, you know, a mutually beneficial relationship. And then when you right. leave, the other person suddenly is in the witness protection program and you can't get a hold of them anymore. <laughs> Right. You know, this is a way to invite them on to something and say, hey, look, I'm going to, I want to share all the great things that you're doing with everybody that I know. And it almost trains them to reciprocate. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, so one of the things we teach our clients to do is at the end of that call, you just simply, you know, you ask them, hey, look, do you ever um, do anything that, you know, or think about, you know, doing things to, to create value for the people in your network? They always go, yeah, I'd love to do that. But, you know, a lot of times what people will say is, yeah, I'd love to do that. You know, I just should be doing it more. And it's really easy then to say, well, you know, I have an idea. Um, You know, like Kyle, in your case, you might say, look, people struggle with all of these issues around, you know, employment and their employees and how they're dealing with everything. And, you know, I think we have some ideas that could help them. And so I've got this 30-minute lunch and learn you know, that we could do at your office, or I've got this webinar that we could present, you know, if they've got a bigger audience that's further out. And now you've got, you've got a way to let them give value to their audience without doing any work. Right. And, and the gift that they're giving is you, right? So everybody wins. Um, And so you begin to turn the the relationship that you create through a podcast into a lead generation event. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the other way that we use the interviews is, is if you've got a really high end prospect, somebody that would be difficult to reach in any other way, you know, mm-hmm. a business owner that, that would be hard to kind of penetrate through all the gatekeepers. If you reach out to them and you're offering an opportunity to promote their business, what do you think they're going to say? Absolutely. Yeah. It's a great sales yeah. tool. That's right. Yeah. It, it's kind of an under the radar sales tool. You know, when we're doing it with our clients, we actually send a, um, a, a box out in the mail. We call it the wow kit because we really want to wow them at the beginning of this relationship, whether it's a prospect or a partner. And in this box, it's got, um, you know, a folder. It says, you know, how to prepare for your podcast interview. Mm-hmm. And it's got, you know, about four or five sheets that tell them how to get ready. It gives them a little, you know, a blank little page where they can kind of doodle out their notes, mm-hmm. tells them what questions we're going to ask, um, how the interview is going to go. It tells them how to share it because we want to train them to share it with everyone they know so that we're right. getting in contact. And it gives them a little gift. Uh, and right now, the one that, that people are just raving about is uh, we're sending out a, a little Yeti coffee mug mm-hmm. that's branded to the podcast. So they're going to keep that. It's a valuable, you know, thing. They're going to keep right. it. They're going to drink their coffee out of it, you know, and, um, and they're going to be reminded of you every day. So now when you reach out to them again, to extend the conversation, they're going to respond to you. Yeah. Yeah. So you've just, you know, paratroop, you know, parachuted over all of the gatekeepers and now you're behind the walls. Right. Right. You know, and so then, so those are the kind of the first two types of, of content, that solo content and the interviews. And the third, which is really, really powerful, particularly if you do something that is intangible where people, you know, they, they have a hard time maybe visualizing the right. benefit is if, if you interview your clients and interview them about the success that they've had, mm-hmm. uh, you yeah. know, and you know, testimonials are great, but if, if you've got a client on there who is both talking about their business, you know, because you want it to be beneficial to them, but also talking about the transformation that you've helped them with, right. you now have this really great, you know, 30 or 40 minute love story where your client's saying how great you are. And, right. you know, that's almost better than them referring you because now you've got that recorded and, and you can share it with any number of people. 
So yeah. that, that's really how we approach it. And, and when you begin doing all that, particularly if you've been in business for a little while and you have those unconverted leads and you start sending all of this stuff out with a really simple invitation at, you know, because what we, what we do is we kind of package each interview up and it gets emailed out to your, all your list and put on social media and all that stuff. You know, put a little PS in there. You know, and by the way, you know, if, if you're ready, you know, here's how we can help you. And mm. um, just a very simple way to go and tap into that gold mine that you've got sitting there just waiting. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Those are some excellent tips. And um, really appreciate you kind of sharing uh, the different formats and what you can do and how you can use this type of uh, platform uh, just to be able to help a business. And especially in these, you know, these kind of niche service industries, because that is often the challenge is figuring out how do we even get the word out? How do we engage uh, our clients and how do we build a relationship without you know, going to a hundred different uh, coffee meetings and lunch meetings. And so those, those things can be a challenge. And I love the tips that you're providing on that. Um, and, and uh, I, I can uh, attest that all of these things are true. You know, I've, I've witnessed and experienced all of these things that we're talking about and the benefits and value of those. And um, so highly encourage people to check out the information that you'll have out there on this. One of the things that also I want to mention that is uh, uh, is a little bit unique about your service compared to some is you're not just telling people how to do it. You kind of have a package done for you program um, that you're that you're actually being able to work people through as opposed to saying, you know, here's here's a list of all the things you need to do. Good luck. I hope it goes well. Um, so before we get out of here, why don't you tell us how can we learn more about your program? Um, who are the right people that you want to be going and checking this information out? Yeah, so the the folks that we really want to be uh, a hero to are are folks who are in um, in a service business where you're an expert at what you do, mm-hmm. and um, you've been in business for a little while. You've you've likely got some of those you know unconverted leads somewhere. You know sometimes they're you know hiding in your filing cabinets or in the bottom of your briefcase or where, wherever those business cards fall to. You know, and and you want to. Um, you want to go and, and kind of reignite the relationship with those people mm-hmm. um, and then also have a, a way to make sure that you're always in front of all of the new leads that you generate. Yeah. And so, um, so that's really who, who we, uh, we work with. And, um, and as you said, yeah, we have a complete done for you program. We actually used to tell people and teach people how to do it and give them the strategy. And then what we kept hearing was that they didn't have the team in place, right. systems. And we had all of that. So we just said, well, look, we'll have our team do it for you. And, and a lot of business owners really like that. So uh, the best place they can go to kind of find out all about it is uh, to our website. We've, uh, uh, we've actually put a page together, Kyle, just for your listeners. So if they go to unstoppableceo.net slash employer blueprint, mm-hmm. When they go there, um, there uh, I wrote a book that kind of describes this whole topic. You can read it in under an hour mm-hmm. um, and gives you kind of all the details of, of how we use podcasts to do this. Uh, and you can get a copy of the book there for free. It's called The Exponential Network Strategy. and You can get it right there for free. And, uh, you know, if anybody wants to, to speak with me directly, there's a way they can do that on there as well. So that's unstoppableceo.net slash employer blueprint. All right. That's great. Well, thank you. We will, uh, we'll make sure to put a link to that in the show notes and certainly encourage everyone to go check that out. Uh, if you think this might be some uh, valuable information for you and your business, if you're looking for some new strategies to help differentiate and, uh, create some new tactics in your business. So, um, 
Uh, Steve, thank you so much. I really appreciate all this information. I appreciate you sharing your knowledge and expertise. And uh, I hope that um, that listeners out there that you uh, can kind of absorb some of this. You know, it's a different, um, it's kind of a different way of thinking about marketing and selling than, than really things that we've talked about before. Uh, but in today's market, this can be an incredibly valuable tool. So, Steve, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh, I wish you the best of luck in uh, what you all are doing to make an impact in the lives of the business owners you work with. Hey, thanks, Kyle. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks for joining us on the Employer Blueprint Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show to receive the latest episodes. For more information on how Employer Blueprint can help build great teams in your business, visit employerblueprint.com. Or to inquire about Kyle speaking at your next event, visit kylegorman.com. And until next time, make it a great day. Thank you.